podcast listeners. Uh, it is your hosts, uh, Tim, Cole, and Spencer here, coming back uh, with another Hello. episode of Marvel Monthly. We're back, baby! Finally, so woo! This this uh, this episode will be focusing on the last episodes of WandaVision. Uh, as well as a little bit of Falcon Winter Soldier speculation. And then um, we will be talking about a comic uh, series called um, Vision, uh, written by Tom, Tom Kane. Um, we'll, we'll just roughly do that. That was a little bit of inspiration for the show WandaVision as well. Cole, what is Marvel Monthly for the new listeners? Marvel Monthly, we're just going through uh, at the beginning of each month and discussing, you know, what we what we got um, during the la- last month and what we have to look forward to this month or this upcoming month. And just, you know, we're yeah. having a good time and uh, we'll be re- reviewing movies and the TV shows that sporadically show up i guess and sort of sporadically. Then, it's very continuous sort of <laughs> and i like well to we're gonna they're... have a month uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a break this month i mean we're gonna Since... have, we're gonna have falcon the winter soldier next month um and yeah. basically like it's going to come out a lot of times at the beginning of the month, but it won't always be because sometimes if there's a big movie release, we'll just have it be right after that. Or I try to make it to where on the schedule to where we're like meeting people every half of each show. So we do the first half of WandaVision. This is the second half of WandaVision, et cetera, et cetera. But I like to think of Marvel Monthly as our kind of Marvel extravaganza. Woo. I think people probably are wondering like why wouldn't we just do a whole podcast just about marvel but um coming from experience of somebody that talked about marvel for almost exclusively <laughs> for like three straight three months months it was a lot cole did a lot of those but it was still more marvel than i i, I was like okay we're not talking about marvel for like a while mm-hmm. and, COVID, and covid was like i got you spencer <laughs> so. uh, but also Stay tuned to our uh, the Gazebo Effect uh, Instagram. Uh, occasionally, we'll post um, like polls or questions, uh, and then we'll feature those answers on our uh, episodes. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, Tim, am I forgetting anything? Um. <clears throat> yeah, Spencer, you are. Uh, you're missing time codes, sir. Oh, that's right. So for your listeners, if you just want to listen to specific topics, no worries. Time code's in the description. Do what you want. It's a free free country. Or maybe not, but pretty free country, wherever you're listening. <laughs> All right. Cool. Do we have do, do, do we have gazebo effect in Espanol? Uh no. David? i mean well david speaks some spanish luke speaks some french and uh, i speak a good amount of pig latin it amazes me nothing (laughs) and tim speaks english whoa 
Surprise. I'm gonna need that translated. <laughs> all right. All right. And, English. And sometimes episodes are gonna be all of us the whole time, like today, because we're just we're just gonna pound our way through it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Just like Ralph. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's all. It's out there. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Um, <laughs> sometimes there'll be some of us tackling different stuff, and so. Today we're just gonna just gonna go on through. So so Cole, take it away. All right. So we're we're going through uh, this month. We're doing episodes uh, five through nine of Wandavision, um, which at the time we're recording, Spencer fresh off the mill of the finale. I don't know when you watched it, Tim, but I watched it this morning. Right when it came out, oh my god, like two a.m. <laughs> You're Was crazy. It a bad idea. Yes. <laughs> Does he regret it? No. Yes. We got the Cole and I got the nice text from two forty three a.m. saying nothing but two credit scene, <laughs> and that's why Tim is Tim is one of my best friends. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so I've had a little bit of time for it to soak in. Tim's had a lot of time for it to just soak in, and I've um, had none. And so. you've had none. We've got all the we got all the circles here, but we're gonna yeah we're gonna start with uh, episode five um, on a very special episode. Uh, this was the seventy set in the seventies, um, and we get back to you know West what's actually happening in Westview, and uh, a very Jeffrey Dahmer looking vision. Might be worth a Google, or not. Don't Google it. Um, and we have Billy and Tommy growing up. Uh, yeah, that was a so fun help episode. Me out. So, so help me out here. They're infants in this one. This is the the Roseanne. Kind uh, of no, this is the one where they they start out at five years old, and then. No, this is the one they age up to five from five, babies. Yeah, and then up to twelve. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and is this the one where they they're having like Vision starts arguing with Wanda at the end? Yeah, this is where Vision starts having uh, falling out with Wanda, and um, the two boys find the dog, Sparky. Which and Sparky are... is. A reference to the comic we're going to talk about later, actually. Ooh. But yeah. Um, very horrible death at the end. Sparky dies. Spoilers. <laughs> Man. Oh, Cole, if you think that's a horrible death, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously. My favorite part about this episode, I think, was the... Where it's it's Vision and Wanda are fighting, and Vision doesn't have his memory so he doesn't understand totally where he came from or anything mm -hmm. 
and obviously he like relieved Norm of the oversight. That was intense, but he starts arguing with Wanda, and Wanda tries to end the day, and the end credits start rolling, but like they're still fighting and they don't end the conversation. Like that, that was just, like, that stress, was crazy. That stressed me out. Like that was like hard to even process what was going mm-hmm. on. That was that was a really fun part of that episode. What about you, Tim? I'm trying to remember this episode. <laughs> it was a little bit ago. It's been a while. Was this the one where they had the the Laos paper towels? I think it I was. I think so. If it wasn't the Laos paper towels, it was the yogurt. No, yogurt was Malcolm in the Middle episode. Okay, so that's next episode. The best, one of the best episodes of this season. Oh, and then, of course, we can't even, we can't not talk about the reveal at the end of this episode five, which was Quicksilver. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Quicksilver at this one. Quicksilver quotation marks. (laughs) Which I'm still trying to wrap my mind around. But yeah, uh, Evan Peters uh, reprises his role as Petro Maximoff in this one lots of fun lots of speculation but yeah this is all this went for nothing everyone to think that this was going to be the first x-men from the fox universe to cross over and Uh, we were wrong (laughs) i saw that coming to be honest Uh, yeah yeah we can talk more about that later i didn't think they would yeah i mean yeah we'll talk about it later so episode six episode six was probably it's probably my favorite episode of this whole mini series season whatever you want to call it um where it's themed like malcolm in the middle a show i've never seen and um but it's also halloween themed and we get to see all the characters all the characters dressed up as their classic uh comic book counterparts and it was um also kind of a stressful episode to me because of how it ended with vision almost dying to try to get out just so he could save these people um but it was all it was really great because we got to see more of petro What which stood out to me from this episode was really episode six was really that just the kids were really well casted. Yes, because Malcolm in the middle, of course, the kids are kind of breaking the fourth wall, and yeah, it was just they really did well, and of course, both of them ended up sprouting powers. And I just really enjoyed the kids. Of course, I recently started to read a little more about their comic stories. Mm-hmm which are kind of weird. Yes. Really, it's hard because, well, I guess we'll talk about some of that later. Well, that's not really going to come up in Vision. So essentially the kids in the comics are kind of um, spawns of Mephisto, which is like the Marvel excuse for the devil. Um, he's very similar. But anyway, he kind of like helps Wanda have these yeah. children and without her knowing. And so... I guess they are kind of part of Vision because Mephisto is making them be like Vision, but since Vision's um, spoiler alert, not human 
they're like weird. So when so that's kind of a reference when he calls them demons, like Evan Peters yeah. character Maximoff calls them demon spawn. That's actually like unleash a, hell like demon spawn, which was hilarious. But I was like, well, yeah. uh, also bef- before that, the the two kids are um, one wants to wake up Pietro and the other doesn't, and he he refers to Pietro as looking like a like a vampire. So also kind of a nod toward Mephisto because Mephisto looked kind of like a vampire, but uh, or something otherworldly. Um, if you if you've never heard of Mephisto in your entire lifetime, uh, think about the Ryan Reynolds uh, Match dot com twenty twenty is dating Satan commercial. <laughs> the the how they made Satan look in that is not far off from what Mephisto looks like. My apologies um, about that. But also, in in this episode, it's like Pietro's trying to figure out what caused Wanda to make all this. What and happened this to your accent? Relates, this actually relates to um, this last episode when we finally find out. Um, but it's like he's just he's trying to probe questions, kind of start small, but at the same time he's opening up to why he's there too. I don't remember what exactly was going on on the outside as much as just Hayward was starting to push Jimmy Woo and Monica and Darcy out of the way. I really liked Hayward at the in the first time that we met him, but then man, he just kind of went. Bleh. Yeah, that's I the mean, best way to put it. Why can't there just be like a clandestine secret agency that is? good on any level because i thought happen. okay shield's gone that sucks and like civil war was kind of weird because shield wasn't involved but i got over it and then they're like oh here's sword i'm like okay great but then like no this is sword's bad but then now i'm like is there another sword yes <laughs> that's what I'm, but, i mean i guess i guess we'll they're get different the, things we'll get there we'll get to that later we'll get there but I mean, Hayward's the worst, and I guess he's good at being a bad guy. He's, like, one of the bad guys in this, you know? I feel like we're missing an episode. I feel like we skipped one. I guess not. Nope. Yeah, because eight and nine are not eras. No. So episode seven is the modern family one, which I, I loved, but I also didn't love. I don't know. I think Vision was the best part of it for me <laughs> yes so vision and darcy's chemistry was really fun to watch mm-hmm. um it, it was it's kind of weird because it's explained that vision doesn't know anything outside the hex again um now i think that kind of brings up something weird uh in episode nine i'll touch on that then but um just their interaction was great I love that Darcy was just kind of stuck in the circus. That's just the place you would find her, really. Well, I like she was like cha- still chained up. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's just the side characters in this, like Jim- Jimmy Woo, obviously, and then he kind of stood out. But Darcy was really great, and I'm really glad they brought her in to this because I don't know. If she's almost definitely not well, she might be in Thor Love and Thunder, but it seems highly unlikely at this point. 
I don't think so. I don't either. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Love and Thunder will be on Earth very much. I no. I think I but, think Darcy maybe yeah, Darcy then, will cameo in so uh, Captain Marvel too. We just get a lot too. of. Oh, and this is where we get Monica getting her powers. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Does anyone understand her powers from the comics? Because I don't know anything about. So she has the the usual um, lasers, strength and flight, and like in invulnerability a little bit, uh, and then energy manipulation. That would explain uh, some things kind, later on. Kind of as similar to Captain Marvel and electro Vision? because she yeah. can like go into electrical conduits and travel through that and stuff yeah i like it i like it but her at the same time superhero name is a number of different things yeah photon spectrum captain marvel which i don't think they're going the captain marvel route um for obvious reasons well the, yeah some well a we still have captain marvel but b we're gonna have ms marvel do we yeah. have captain marvel though Everybody yes. seems pretty mad at her. <laughs> uh, she'll be in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, she'll get over it. <laughs> Maybe uh, they'll punch for the yell or punch for a bit, and then they're mates. Uh, More on that when we talk about episode nine. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then so at the end of this one, we get uh, what a lot of people speculated was Agnes is none other than. Um, Agatha Harkness. Nice one, Tim. I think you were the one that said that last time. Yeah. And which leads to episode eight, which was a very interesting episode, but not not my favorite. Oh, okay. Um, I, I need to mention one thing about um, last episode uh, seven. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so I I've been wanting Mephisto to be in this show for a while. Uh, and in the comics, Mephisto first appeared as a fly on the wall. Yes. And then at the toward the end of this uh, uh, episode seven, we see a cicada on the window. And it's just like the, the creators of this show just keep on teasing us. And then Mephisto has not appeared yet. And I'm kind of kind of frustrated but it's okay because i think something's still gonna happen but yeah so just a really fun fact mephisto first appeared as a bug i i was thinking that the bug and the bunny agatha had turned them into uh turned the boys into the bug and the bunny that's kind of what i was thinking yeah um also in uh i can't remember which episode it was the one it might have been the halloween one um, but it was the one where uh, Jimmy Woo and Monica were confronting Hayward. Um, there were two mentions of Nightmare. Uh, Hayward mm -hmm. said, we can finally end this nightmare. And another one, I don't remember which one. But uh, some people were thinking that was reference to the character Nightmare uh, going to appear. Uh, mainly because we've known for a while that WandaVision is going to lead into Doctor Strange 2. And it's been heavily rumored that Nightmare will be in that. But I'm sorry, do carry on. 
No, no, you're good. That's a good, good points. You know um, what I don't understand about episode eight either. So Yo Magic was the the yogurt one and the Halloween one, right? Yeah. And of course that was a pre prelude to Agatha stealing people's magic. Yeah. Oh. Getting people into the. You didn't realize that. No. Anyway. The one, the ad in the Modern Family episode was for Nexus. Yes. Which was a pill. I really have no idea what that was talking about, honestly. I so, do. Okay, go for it. Tim does. Go ahead, Tim. Please enlighten me. So I did a little bit of research into this. And uh, in the comics, there's a thing called the Nexus Beam. And basically, basically they're, they're central to the multiverse. Um, they can travel in between and stuff. However, I'm not sure Marvel is going that route. I don't think they will. Well, for one thing, side note, um, Nexus was mentioned in Age of Ultron as Mm -hmm. where all of the uh, internet goes to. That's what I thought it was referencing. Um, But also in that ad, it says, ask the doctor. So I don't know if that's referencing something she'll do later when she talks to Doctor Strange. Um, but um, the reason I don't think it will be that, like the central to the multiverse, is uh, in Doctor Strange 2, we'll be introduced to America Chavez, whose main ability is that she can travel to different multiverses. So I- I'm a little confused on how they'll incorporate that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um I only know about the Nexus from the mobile game uh, Strike Force. Very specific. Because <laughs> it takes place on the Nexus Earths. Gotta fight oh. everybody. Oh, okay. So I agreed with a lot of the YouTubers of the world when they were saying before episode 8 came, they are like, there's only two episodes left and we still don't know Almost nothing. We know almost nothing. Uh, Agnes was Agatha Harkness, which we thought that she was already. And so we're going to have to have like a, I think one of them said, a sharp backhand of exposition for an entire episode. And then we'll have lasers at the end. That was pretty much exactly what happened. Yep. Okay. Before we talk, I don't know if you guys want to point out anything else about episode eight. Uh, I did make the joke to the in the famous infamous Gazebo Effect group chat at the beginning of episode eight. Witches. <laughs> witches? My theory. Witches. But As a man of science, I say it's witches. The scene between Vision and Wanda right after Pietro's death. So good. Mm-hmm. In the Avengers headquarters. So good. Oh yeah. Man, that that like, line he says uh, isn't what isn't is grief, uh, if not love, persevering. Oh man, I know. I I feel like the show is really pushing in, like that it's Wanda Vision, mm-hmm. and that Wanda this is Wanda's story. But Vision is why I really wanted to hold on and keep watching. Like I would have cared if he was not in it, for example. But <laughs> but. I think he just went all out on this show and carried every episode almost. But that's why it's called WandaVision is you can't have it it wouldn't it wouldn't be the show without both of them. You can't have one without 
really having the other. And that's what made the that scene in particular great and almost iconic for this entire show. But yeah, I just ah, oh, I just love Paul Vision. Paul Vision. Paul Bettany Vision. <laughs> it's been I feel like I've been a huge fan of him since Age of Ultron. Like I really liked him in Age of Ultron and so he's just been improving and improving and Infinity War was great too, so in episode eight, did you notice that as a kid, Wanda was about to use or do something to the bomb, and then uh, Agnes yanked her back. So, like, there was red coming out of her hand. The kid, so, Wanda? Yeah, as a kid. Well, what Agnes said was that she used a probability hex on the bomb so it wouldn't go off. Right. Which, of course, is kind of a lot of her powers in her chaos magic is like probabilities and stuff. I'm just and that would more... make sense because Tony Stark doesn't build something that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. I'm just more confused on um Oh, thank much... you, Zoom. <laughs> I, this I'm episode's confused... brought to you by Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more confused on um how much of her powers she was born with and if the the infinity stone actually enhanced her powers at all i think it was very latent and the infinity stone kind of forced her to like pushed her towards her destiny i think so. like it I was like so a, like it was a, a piece of the puzzle or a spot on Candyland, you know yeah between uh, like Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, because we don't, I almost like more that she's not a mutant because a mutant is just such a, such a simple way to get through it. But we get to have this different take on the character, and yeah, and she's becoming more like a witch. But also, I love to see it all the same. Man, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of exposition. I don't even know what else we're missing from episode eight. So much. Shout out to Catherine Hahn, honestly. She's just fantastic at playing all the characters. Yeah, great. Pretty solid. There wasn't really a bad episode in this whole thing. I would say, I mean, not that they're bad, but one and two were slow. But Three was the, a little, a little better, but it was kind of weak also. Yeah, but... Um, like the first three were to set up the idea that yeah it's a sitcom um different reality that type of stuff so i wouldn't say they're bad but they, they i would say every single one of these episodes was very short and the worst part of every single episode were the stupid long amount of credits <laughs> right and I am mad. I am frustrated by that, but also, this was uh, produced on a cinematic scale, right? And the effects were beyond awesome. Oh yeah. So, like end game level perfect. Mm -hmm. So I have to like be okay with them giving shout outs to every single person every single time because it was a lot. Um, of course, we can't forget the end credit scene to episode eight. Uh, Snooper's gonna snoop. No. Well, Wait. Yes. 
Oh, there's two then, I guess. Oh, White no. Vision was at the end of. Oh, was oh, end my bad. Scene. Uh, yeah, Snoopers and Snoop was for seven. Seven. Yeah, that's right. The, we're getting these all jumbled up, but it's okay. We're having fun. <laughs> and I hope the listeners are having fun. But if not, that's okay. <laughs> so just keep coming cool. back. <laughs> Should should we all talk about our theories before we go into the finale? That sounds fine. That sounds good Tim, to me. Tim and I had this really Tim had this dumb idea, but I thought it was kind of funny. That we all write down our theories last night and then we'll come back and read them before going into like before we actually after seeing the finale. Who wants Cole, you want to go first? You're the host. Yeah, mine was short and sweet. I said Doctor Strange was going to show up. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks to be you. It does. Did I predict that, actually? Did you? Oh, I'll talk about that. Oh, actually, I'll go next. I'll go next. (laughs) Um, I said uh, it'd be interesting to have White Vision for a while. Not bad. Not bad, Spencer. Uh... But like good one, white vision, not evil white vision. Good job, Spencer. Good, job, Spencer. good, good job. But I also said, but I feel like they'll go formula and have him be evil or something. Well, not terrible. I mean, he was evil I, at the beginning. So, so that part was money, and then we're just about to go down downhill for the rest of it. Um, I said uh, nightmare and or Mephisto, same person, whatever, made the children. Agatha will take them into multiverse, causing Wanda to follow. Well, I don't know. I said I don't know what happens to the hex. And then I said, uh, just because a fair bit of what I've already said could be wrong already. Uh, John Krasinski, Reed Richards is the engineer, and we'll get a very, 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 very small Doctor Strange end credit scene. And then Spencer will be sad. <laughs> uh, but all in all, lots of lasers and good old fun will be had for all. I think you were wrong on that one. Just a smidge. I don't think so. I mean, I wasn't talking about the characters. I was talking about us. Oh. (laughs) Go ahead, Tim. Uh, So, uh, Vision will either both die or White Vision will survive. Nailed it. Good on you. Pietro will be from another universe, but not the Fox universe. Rip. I I don't That's fair, know though. if I'm wrong on that because he still maybe had speed or was given it by Agnes. I don't know. I said I, I think, think they will combine. Oh, go ahead. Well, we can talk about it later. Okay. About Petro. Uh, I said I think they will combine elements of Nightmare, Mephisto, and Cthulhu into one character uh, and then he'll be teased at the end. Um, yeah, I didn't get that i still think that will happen but later uh agatha or other bad guy uh, will take souls of the twins or just kidnap them and then escape into the multiverse causing wando to follow like spencer said well and... i said it i actually said it after tim so oh yeah yeah it's you man it was my idea uh and then paul bettany was talking about himself the cameo will be him as white vision but then i j- spice it up by saying it'll be voiced by james spader failed that and then senor scratchy will be the big bad um the mephisto nightmare cthune type character 
and I definitely got that wrong. Maybe, because we don't know where Scratchy went. But as far as we know, I'm definitely wrong on that. And just to, just so it's clear, Scratchy is the rabbit. Right? Yeah. Because I think people might be confusing Scratchy with Sparky. I would No, Sparky's a dog. Come on. Sparky's <laughs> dead. No, he's not. <gasps> Senor Scratchy is like a uh, like a freaking meat eater rabbit that should not exist. But uh, what do you guys think of the finale? Let me quote a gazebo effect favorite actor, uh, Pedro Pascal. It was good, but it could be better. I um, don't. I disagree. You no. can't quote a DC movie in a Marvel <laughs> podcast. I didn't say it was a DC movie. I said it was Pedro Pascal. I I, I do think that's a, that's against the rules. Fine, I take it back. We can delete it and post. <laughs> nah, that's gonna have to stay. Spencer's too lazy to Spencer's too lazy to delete that. And yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person. It's late at night. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, I, I'm I, not. I'm not a fan of. Agatha's main power being that she absorbs other magic. It it just seemed really cheap. I, I think they did it kind of because Starlet Witch is supposed to be more powerful. So there was just a work around the different power level. But yeah, I'm not a fan of that trope. Mm-mm. Also, if Wanda had fought White Fissured and Vision had fought Agatha wouldn't have taken very long. No. But yeah. White Vision couldn't have had the same outcome. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I, I loved uh, the Vision fight, mainly because of the their, when they just stopped fighting and just started talking philosophy. That's just key Vision, man. Mm-hmm. I... I freaking love that scene. And it's just another shout out to Paul Bettany and himself because that's the cameo he was talking about. I'm a little mad at it, but it's okay. I'll get over it. I can't. I actually am kind of still shocked that Doctor Strange didn't show up not even once. Like, I thought we'd get some kind of big cameo and we we didn't. Yeah. Do you guys think that when Vision touched White Vision's forehead do you think he was transferring his own memories or wanda's memories because i don't think he was transferring anything so do you think he was just unlocking it yeah so like the white vision was being controlled like he said like he said a weapon more easily controlled Mm -hmm. but he said he's like you don't have your memories but the data is still there just like kind of how he hacked like ultron with his you yeah, know, powers. So he was able to unlock White Vision, and White Vision looks and says, "I am Vision." Flies away. Okay. So follow up question to that: Do you think that White Vision, when he left, he went to go to where Thanos killed him, thinking that Thanos was still a threat? No, because he's not dumb. No. I just I don't know where he went. <laughs> I, I, that that's the one thing that's really pre- bothered me about it is where did he go 
I mean, I don't I'm, know when we'll see him next because I feel I doubt we'll see him in Doctor Strange too. So I I saw a really weird theory um, that he'll show up in Armor Wars. I can see it because sure. it kind of looks like an, a mini arc reactor on his forehead. Uh huh. Hmm. It's a fun theory. Mini I don't. Is a... It's so small compared to <laughs> Tony Stark's. Yeah. Um, so we don't really see Monica's powers very much other than that she can slowly stop bullets. Um, and we see slight... like she's facing or something. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. We see uh, Billy and Tommy's powers a little bit. Billy can stop one bullet and Tommy can take guns. I was half convinced that they were gonna... Billy was gonna get hit by a bullet. Just one. <laughs> as a reference to his uncle. Also, Billy and Tommy are the same names and powers of their, their comic versions, too. Which yeah. Is just, it's fun. But they're different, and I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Man. And now they're gone. I, like, just watched it, and I'm, it's late. I'm still think I'm still reeling from the ship of Theseus. <laughs> that part was just... It was just so good. Like, I want to sit down and watch the finale again because that scene was just the best. So after the main fights are done, Vision and Wanda's talk together was great. When he's Mm -hmm. like, what am I? And she's like, you're the part of the Infinity Stone within me. Um, My sadness, my hope, but ultimately my love. It was just, it was great. And then when they were talking about, like, uh, Vision said, uh, I was a voice with no body, and then a body but not human, uh, and now a memory made real. We've said goodbye before. It only makes sense for us to say hello again. It's like, oh, man, such a good line. Yeah, it was just insane. I I think this, this episode really wrapped up really well that this this these nine episodes were central centrally focused on wanda's grief from losing her brother her parents uh vision twice um and then at the end losing her two kids and vision again i like that it was a conclusive end like I didn't want I didn't want it to end on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and yeah. then feel frustrated that I needed to wait till Doctor Strange 2 came out which is not for another year and a half-ish yeah year it's about a year but I just like I'm not I don't want to wait that long to have some answers and so I guess we're going to do a little Doctor Strange speculation but I would just so I basically I think the theory about the kids basically being like the comics is at least partially true because they're still alive. Yeah. And so, so that's going to be know. Wanda's motivation to go into the multiverse and Doctor mm-hmm. Strange to help her. Yeah. Yeah, because we know that, that this is leading to Doctor Strange 2. Um, but we don't know how. So I don't know if she'll get Doctor Strange involved. Or if she'll find a way to travel to, through the multiverse, and then he will follow. It could be either, mm-hmm. but she's definitely she's definitely pulling a Bruce Banner. And going at the, away. in the end credits, 
and going into the madness. And then she was yeah. doing a Doctor Strange. Yeah. Astral that was projection. Cool. Astral projection. Listen, Doctor um, Strange is still my favorite, or at least well, top three favorite characters of the MCU. So for sure, I my think concern is like I, I Wanda's awesome, but it's got to be a Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely. I do have one thing to pose to you guys. So I know Spencer and I we've talked about this, but. Uh, in this episode, it confirmed that the book that Agatha had was the Darkhold. Does this make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Runaways canon? No. Not, I, I would say if they are canon, it's not because of this. Yeah. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, is flex canon. That's what I'm going to call it. And then well, I think Runaways just because... should just... That's just because they moved on to time travel and alternate dimensions and weird stuff early on, and so none of the stuff matters. <laughs> I just, I also, I want Ghost Rider to be MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want them to reboot him again. Again. And but I think that's... there's a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans and there's a lot of good content in there that I haven't seen all of and so I don't want to toss it down the bin. I saw the first season of Runaways and it was painful to say the least. We watched the first season of Runaways. <laughs> Cole together. and I watched it. That was one of the first things Cole and I watched together. We weren't really friends much before that. No. I uh, watched like the first four episodes and stopped. <laughs> we, uh, we didn't bond over that, you know? We just went through that together it was rough it was very the second season was better no i don't know i tried to start the second season and it just didn't fly i didn't know they made three you have much more resolve than i do (laughs) uh Um, no so also the 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 dark hole is just a really it's got a lot of layers to it in marvel lore like well of course it's full of pages now, 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 now. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it was written by Dark, uh, Cthune, who ended up giving Wanda her powers at, in the first place in comics. Um, but then the Darkhold was also used to give, like, Ghost Rider his powers, and early on, like, vampires and werewolves, and so it's like it's very, it's a very dark element book. So I don't really know what they're planning on using it for in the MCU. The possibilities are endless. Indeed. In in true MCU form, I think uh, it'll never be mentioned again. Probably. Or at least it won't come up in the way you're thinking. It'll be like, Wanda, like Wanda's just studying magic with it. and That's it. Yeah. So, do we want to go over unanswered questions? Sure. Where are Wanda's kids? Yeah. The multiverse, obviously. Why is Doctor Strange an imbecile? (laughs) (laughs) The question I have. How is he so ignorant? I don't know. I mean, there'll be some. If it's if it's true to his character, he'll be like, "Oh, I was stuck in this dimension, fighting hundred hands, like thousands of hands, and I just couldn't get out of it. (laughs) I had to use this really crazy, awesome spell and." 
I just rolled my eyes at that so hard. I think I found my brain. <laughs> I, I mean, Ooh, I, we're going to talk about brains, Cole. Just oh, no. It could be argued that Doctor Strange is trying to fix dimensional rift stuff for being gone for five years. True. I mean, but, so we're going with the Captain Marvel Far From Earth argument. Well, I mean, he was gone for five years. Yeah. He was unavailable. I think he he definitely will be coming back hard hardcore in, in Spider-Man 3. Almost. I mean, it's he is a confirmed casting, but I think uh, Cole, that picture, that set picture I sent, did you send yeah. it to me or did yeah. I send it to you? You sent it to me. I'd seen it. It's a set picture, and it's it's Peter, uh, MJ, and Ned like looking up, and it's like a shadow of somebody over them, and it's pretty clear that it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Part in the hair it's, and everything. I, there's yeah, just seriously. there's so many elements of that uh, Spider-Man No Way Home that uh, there's so many rumors and confirmed stuff going around that I don't even want to pick it apart yet. They're just they were just messing with us. They messed with us so much this this month. I'm still in the camp of uh when I sit down in the theater, the movie will play before me and then uh <laughs> that that will be when I know what's in the movie. Yes. And what the true title of the movie will be. <laughs> My favorite so, is the Puerto Rico theories. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. So dumb. Have you heard about this, Cole? No. <laughs> so oh, what a shape, doozy. The shape around on the whiteboard, the shape around the title is basically almost exactly Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so they're saying they're thinking Miles Morales will be Miles in it. <laughs> is that a, I don't think he's even half Puerto Rican. Like I think his mom might be. Yeah, I think his I mom is I mean, Puerto had, Rican. I thought he was half Latino, but it wasn't specific. But anyway. Yeah, he's he's from Lit- Latino. The country, oh. Latino. <laughs> <laughs> That's insensitive. Tim, we've talked about this. I don't want to edit things out. <laughs> uh, okay, so coming back to unanswered questions. who Who is the missing person? Ralph Boner. But he's an actor, right? No, he's Ralph Boner. He's just some yeah, but... random guy that, Ag- that Agatha is taking control over. I just wanted but... an excuse to say Ralph Boner. So, so I think we... Evan Peters made that really funny, too. He did. I mean, do you think at the end of this, Jimmy Woo is going to leave Westview and then... 10 minutes down the road be like oh crap I haven't found the missing person yet I don't Maybe. know or do you think it was a really simple plot device just to get Jimmy Woo there I think it was just a plot device to get him get him there I agree uh, the cameo Paul Bettany was talking about was himself Boo. Yeah. It's not. That's an answered question. We have no idea where Wanda, where White Vision will go next. Yeah, I think Armor Wars is a f- is stretch to say the least. 
Oh, sure. I think he could pop up. I think he could pop up in a couple of different stuff. Like I think he could. He may, he might, you know, help Rhodey in Armor Wars. He might show up in Doctor at the end of Doctor Strange too. Heck, he could even show up in Spider Man, and I'd be fine with it. He's probably already on the IMDb. <laughs> Paul Bettany rumored. Vision. Lucky for you, I have it pulled up. Oh no, I, I shouldn't have asked. Oh my gosh. No. We need we can't go into this right now. We we got we got other stuff to talk about. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Any other unanswered questions? This the spa- the aerospace engineer. Who knows? Oh, yep. Oh, I remember the other question I had. The I hope it's question. not Goodner, but I think it is. Shout out to uh my wife Isabel. Happy birthday, Isabel. Oh, happy birthday. She said so the spell on Agnes or Agatha to turn her back into Agnes and then she got rid of the hex so does the spell remain and is she always the nosy neighbor or is she just back to being Agatha Harkness again and we're back at square one so I'm pretty sure she'll be a nosy neighbor in the actual town of Westview not the hex Westview see that's what I thought and then like I think I think she'll come back she'll have to be back she has to because like I think they left it open uh, if I need you, I'll know where to find you. Yeah. Catherine Hans is so great. Oh, yeah. She was Okie dokie, artichokey. <laughs> oh, guys, I forgot. To... Did you guys know what the sponsor was for, for this Marvel Monthly episode? We have a sponsor? We get paid? We do. We do. Who is it? Uh, it's uh, Paper Towels Yogurt <laughs> Nexus Pills. <laughs> oh, so have you ever been you make a mess you didn't mean you didn't mean to make it totally okay happens to us all right you you also need to take pills and you gotta have something to go down with the medicine everybody knows that like the the um the hydro soap no (laughs) so you gotta clean up that mess and you gotta take care of your medical issue and have Whatever a tasty snack at the same time. And have a tasty snack to go down with it. And that's why we are so proud to be sponsored by Paper Towels Pills Cleanup Yogurt. Yo magic, dude! Oh, it's yo yo paper yo paper towels pills. Yo paper towel nexus. Oh gosh. The paper towels are in the pill. You have to eat the pill with the yogurt to activate the towel. <laughs> to activate the towel? <laughs> yeah, it just comes out of your mouth like what? <laughs> Ask your doctor about paper towels nexus pills. <laughs> but only yogurt. with the yogurt. They'll come out of your mouth like Scott's cards. So you're so you're, you're successful in opening the yogurt. And when you open up the lid on there's the inside there's like you know like the you know like the the fake yogurts that have like the the the, uh, the Oreo capsules? <laughs> So instead of that, it's the pills. But there's also an instructional. It's not like a joke this time. And it says, To activate paper towel. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, uh... That's that's anyway, my time on today's episode of this of uh, Wandavision. <laughs> <laughs>
Honestly, what a ride. I am psyched. I, this might be the best show of the year. I mean, maybe it's the not. only show of the year. <laughs> so far. I don't know. You and... said another show was pretty good, but it's Marvel Monthly, not other show monthly. We'll see how long it is good. Ooh. But Tim, you are going to be the host on Marvel Monthly next time and and the following for the Falcon and Winter Soldier review. Indeed I am. And so I guess take it away on our next segment. So uh, the the next Marvel production will be uh, the Sam Wilson and Buddy Barnes show. Honestly I don't know what's going to happen. But we do know that Sharon Carter will come back um, she's going to hit some people with some pipes. Uh, and then. They deserve it. <laughs> probably. Hopefully. And then it's it's rumored that one of the bad guys will be. Um, oh, shoot. I don't remember her name. Starscream, I think. Uh, but she's. In the comments, she's a Thunderbolt. So maybe Zemo's putting together Thunderbolts? Because Ooh. Zemo's coming back. Uh, and then another main enemy is actually a group of enemies, but in the comics it's just one person, um, the Flag Smashers. So they don't like uh, Flags. patriots. Patriotism. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, and then the government will bring in their own person for taking over the Captain America mantle, which I can't remember his name. Is it John Walker? Yeah, yeah. one of those. Nailed and it. He's called he's called US Agent. Yeah. That's what they Later team up on. with. I mean, I think he'll be I think that in this they'll just be like Captain America and then maybe later on he'll be like I'm still going to be a hero, I guess, so I'm US Agent now. Yeah. So questions that hopefully this will answer is where this Captain America shield came from because in Endgame it get Captain America's shield gets destroyed. I old never old Man Rogers that. comes back. Yeah. So I don't oh, know crap. if they're just gonna be like, "Well, it's repaired," or if something else happens, or we'll see. Um, and then we'll we'll experience some buddy top action between uh, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes as um, they just fly around. Or one arm flies. around. Uh, and then, but we do get to see more of Winter Soldier's new arm. So, yay. Because I'm pretty sure all he did with it in Infinity War was shoot people. Let's see, other things. I oh, think... we'll, we'll see um, Madripoor, which is a, a big city in the comics. Basically where criminals go, like a criminal nation. Um, like when I say criminals, I mean like super villains. Um, so we might see some some uh, some cameos or just some name nods. There's uh, there's been a, a a rumor going around that Omega Red will be in it, which is kind of a weird rumor because he's a he's a mutant. So we'll see. I, I'm, that's interesting. But the total runtime of this show will be 
technically the same as WandaVision. Um, Feige has said that all of the the shows will be six hours in length, um, and Falcon Winter Soldier will be six episodes, I believe. So the the episodes will be longer than the WandaVision ones, but there won't be as many. I think we're gonna see um, Cap uh, Steve Rogers' funeral. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. Which will be very sad, but. But I'm pretty sure we'll see a scroll at some point in the show. Marvel slowly with the end credits of this. Yeah, Marvel slowly leading up to the secret invasion, which is going to be very different than comics, I think. But I think they're slowly leading up to that. Uh, we've seen in Far From Home, Fury and Hill were both scrolls, and then in WandaVision and in credit scene. Some random lady was a scroll. I'm really excited for this show. Yeah. Oh, Cole, go ahead. You were going to say something. I was going to say the exact same thing. I hope it has the feel of Winter Soldier. I love Winter Soldier. If you've listened for a long time, you'll know. But if you're new, uh, during the Marvel Rewatch series, David and I talked about the Captain America movies, and we did a whole episode on Winter Soldier. And it's just a really, really amazing movie. And I'm... I thought some people like Sharon Carter didn't get enough screen time or writing in, and so I like that they're bringing characters like mm-hmm. that back and giving them more time. I also will be relieved because I feel like we will have our theories and speculation, but it's not going to be like mind-twisty, <laughs> reality-altering, anything is up in the air, impossible. It's more going to be like, Six aw- six awesome miniature action films. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this show is going to be more about where their character's allegiance lies. Mm-hmm. And be it more... I guess it might have some politics in it, but more so the role of a soldier and carrying on Captain America's legacy. Uh, which is interesting because some of these upcoming shows are more of legacy shows like Hawkeye uh, or Armor Wars, like characters who have moved on or dead and then someone who's taking up their place or something like that. So I think that that's interesting about this one because we'll have a kind of an an element where Falcon, Winter Soldier, and U.S. Agent are all kind of wanting to take up his place in some way i think also that... oh oh go ahead uh i just was gonna say it's gonna be great to see uh a cinematic uh staring contest <laughs> this is kind of unrelated but when you brought up legacy i wanted i thought it'd be well worth to bring it up i'm gonna say it now that tony stark's coming back but not He's going to come back in the form of an AI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Ironheart has Tony Stark as an AI form. And yeah. Armor Wars probably will have some amount of it, too. Also, the reasoning for that is uh, I think Tony Stark costs about seven. It was $7 million for two days. Which means that he only costs $3,500,000 for one day of... AI voice recordings. <laughs> so that's that's how I think they're going to bring Tony Stark back. 
That's I hope fantastic. not, but you're probably right. Ooh, I love being right. I don't know if there's going to be a, I don't have a ton of speculation for uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. It'd be cool if, I think Baron Mordo is honestly the big unknown of this whole thing. And I would like Zemo? them to go Zemo. What did I say? Mordo. Mordo. <laughs> he, they're both Barons in the comics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me grace there. Baron I knew what you meant. Zemo. I hope Zemo becomes Baron, but also Master Zvivol or Thunderbolts or any of those things would be fun. In case you didn't know, Thunderbolts is Suicide Squad, but it's Marvel, so they can't be the Suicide Squad. So we're some kind of Thunderbolts. That line has to be said at some point yes. by somebody. I do like right. that. Uh, but we, Zemo's we gonna do have get his mask. Zemo and his yeah, we, we we do get him in his traditional purple uh, sock head. <laughs> I've seen people think that it's he. They're gonna. The reasoning is that um, it looks like Thanos. And so it'll strike to strike fear into people because oh no Thanos is back. You can't see listeners, but I'm shaking my head and giving <laughs> thumbs down because it's not going to be it. I yeah. hope not, but all right, Spencer. Do you want to uh, tackle this comic? Yes. Yes, I do, actually. Because I just Dude, finished reading I it don't. <laughs> We're not going to spend too much time on it. But this Thank is goodness. Vision 2015. It was written by Tom King, who's a really good writer, actually. It was a short run. It was released in 2015. And then due to popularity and notoriety, they came back with what they're calling a director's cut in 2017. I guess that I think it's just like you can read it in this and it's like six issues instead of 12 but it's 12 which is not too 12 is only 12 comics it's not super long and just to kind of help you understand a little bit if you're kind of new to comics quick comic quick comic terminology a run of comics is a consecutive string of issues in a particular comic series Typically, it's one writer who follows it. Sometimes it can follow an artist instead, but that's more rare, what, much more rare. So in this case, we would say Tom King's vision run or Tom King's run on vision to signify that we're talking about the 2015 series that's 12 comics that centers on vision that was written by Tom King. Uh, instead Sounds of like the, a charity run. <laughs> yeah. Tom King's fun run. <laughs> <laughs> for vision but this is a this is not sort the signify we're not talking about the uh literally dozens of vision comics and runs that have been been had but basically the premise of the show is that vision has he's moved on from wanda they're not together anymore this is actually basically immediate we find out later it's pretty much post white white vision basically come becomes real vision again but of course he's not with wanda anymore because white vision didn't love wanda and so kind of i mean they they both moved on right and so vision has decided to he doesn't want to be alone and so he creates this robot family and so he has a whole family of the visions, basically. 
And so he has a wife named Virginia, and he has a son named Vin, and then the daughter's name is Viv. And so that's kind of, and they move into a, a, a town, like a suburb in Virginia outside of D.C. Mm. And so that's kind of the premise, but a lot of the comic is, and definitely Tom King's, I guess, kind of style in writing this, is like, it's it's almost like we're never... It's this whatever's going on in the picture is not what's going on in the text. So he does a lot of like long narratives about random things in the Marvel universe. So like there's a whole comic where he talks about this plant that's in the Vision's home that's called an Everbloom and the whole time he's talking about this Everbloom, the whole com pretty much the whole comic. And if you eat a flower and you get to see the future and and the whole time there's this old lady that I didn't realize was Agatha Harkness until later, but she is eating the, this special flower. Hmm. Cause she's, she's not evil in, in the comics. She's like yeah. Wanda's mentor, but it's just so many different things. And like, there's another one where they talk about this lighter that Captain America gave vision. That's from 1943 and it still works. And it's because of like vibranium or something. Huh. So they're like, and so he does all these things where he's talking about different stuff and he brings it back. But basically um, it's one of those like almost like a horror movie or something where it's like not all is well in the, in the home. Like and there's, the a, there's grim- a lot of mentions too that like Tom King foreshadows that someone's going to die or someone's going to react this way or something. Yeah. He um, literally, some, oh, he literally a lot of times like this person didn't know that they were going to commit murder at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do stuff like that all the time, but it's just, it's a really great series. I was explaining to um, my wife that sometimes I get into a comic because of the story others because of the art and you hope that you'll strike gold and get both but and this is a solid example of that that is so weird i was having a discussion with my wife about a similar topic (laughs) (laughs) goodness this introduced me this comic series introduced me to the idea that there can actually be a wide pan of different writing styles in comics it was hard for me to I was reading a lot of Spider-Man comics and uh, some of other stuff. And so picking up a book that's not written by like a same person or the same character is really fun. Mm-hmm. Tom King's style is obviously like I've kind of said, it's just way kind of out of left field. Um, and since everyone in the comic is a synthesoid or most of them, almost everything said from any of the vision family is like fact of the matter. And it's really funny. So like the there's a whole conversation with Virginia and Vision where they said someone says it is nice and they're like, No, that's incorrect. It should be it is kind. <laughs> and they keep going back and forth about the definition of kind and nice and that's and Vision's explaining like this is what humans say and this is why they say it. It's meaningless, yes. <laughs> or or when um when uh Vision's brother Victor comes um he's victor's a runaway uh who is made by ultron but he comes and he's like 
trying to analyze each of the family members. And he, he reports that um, Vin is like obsessed with poetry. Uh, and his analysis was to, uh, yeah, yeah, was to show that he's dealing with grief in this way. Um, and so Tom Keen was saying that this thing that happened in like issue one or two, Vin is still dealing with now. Yeah, exactly. That was really good. And he does really well at explaining it where you don't have to understand all of Vision stuff to kind of pick it up and, and read it and read through this series. Like they, they bring in this character named Victor and they do all this explanation over the character, like where he came from. And, and basically Ultron tried to make another kind of vision, but he made him into like a human looking 16 year old kid, I guess to like fake him out as a mutant or something. And then he wanted them to become an Avenger. And so then he would, uh, then he would unlock his programming, kill the Avengers and then he would be victorious. And okay. so Victor chose not to do that destiny. And that's why he's still a runaway. It's because he's never, he chooses that he will never follow that line. He also killed Ultron again. But he's a really cool character. Don't know if we'll ever see him on, on the screen. But you never, never say never, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just really enjoyed this whole series and it ends just this great way. And of course, there's Sparky. So how, how do we want to go into spoilers or no? I don't know. Cole, what do you think? You're the one that hasn't read it. I mean, I already know that Sparky dies, so... Well, not Spark- Sparky related, but... Oh. So I essentially... Mean, you've, got me, you've got me hooked. I kind of want to know more. So you well, probably... We can tell you more. We can tell you more. Let's just, uh, listeners, just spoiler territory from here on out. Just warning you now. So, Victor... Well, Sparky, at the, early on in the comics, the Grim Reaper comes to kind of kill the family because they're like abominations or some, some BS. I don't know what you're saying. And Virginia kills him. Like, and then obliterates him. <laughs> just obliterates him. And so yeah, Virginia's kind of the bad the baddie this whole time. And so she she kills him and buries him and then the one of the someone a, a dad from the school was coming to say hi and he saw her burying him and took a video of it and ran away. And so then she goes to confront to confront him about it and then he shoots a gun at her and it, he it phases through her and he kills the son. And so, so then she had to put him into a coma. And then Sparky the dog is trying to, he find, he he's the neighbor's dog, this mm-hmm. human dog. This just regular little dog. And he starts digging up the corpse of the Grim Reaper. Oh my gosh. And Grim Reaper <laughs> has this lightning spear or something. Yes. Which kills Sparky. Just fries him. <laughs> but then there's this whole like, uh, and of course, Tom King's talking about like trees in the North Pole or something like that for you know a few Very pages. Tolkien style. <laughs> but as it's but as he's doing this weird narration about something else, Vision is covered in blood on his face, and we don't know <laughs> what he's doing, and he's taking the brain out of the dog's corpse. 
and he makes a vision synthesoid dog. <laughs> Which immediately for the rest of the series is by far the best thing ever. Because in the background, just Sparky's just floating around in the background, or he's yeah. flying, or he's phasing through a door. Like they throw a like they throw a metal ball and he flies into space to go get it. That's wow. So even like it's so funny because the last couple of issues are super dark and I'm still yeah. laughing out loud because Sparky's just in the background <laughs> like woof, woof, woof. So, and then, uh, so some other stuff happens and Victor ends up killing Vin. Because Vin uh, kind of dis- discovers that the Avengers are using Victor as a spy on Vision because they're mm-hmm. worried about what he'll do to protect, like his... Like his family's become so important that he could he would do anything. Yeah, he might like end the world based on based on Agatha's prediction, right? And Victor didn't didn't necessarily mean to kill Vin, but didn't really try to stop either. But they also killed a family in the neighborhood, and so Victor gets put in jail. And Vision family's on lockdown. Yeah, and well, so the, the three that are left. <laughs> for including uh, Sparky. Vision decides Sparky. to escape house arrest and to go kill Victor um, to avenge his son. And he had like a philosophical moment with his wife where he's like, I've looked through all religion and philosophical reasoning and there's no reason for him to be kept alive and when my son's not and all that and stuff. And so he confronted all of the Avengers and just completely destroyed them. But while this battle was happening, we see that Sparky ate from the Wonder Door tree. And it was explained that in order to see the future using this tree, you have to eat twice. Once from hunger and then once from... After Once in murder, yeah. And so... Sparky ate from and That's hunger. how Agatha ate it. Yeah. Yeah. And then... I'm not... I don't really remember why, but Virginia Kills destroyed Sparky. the dog. Like, crushed it. And then ate... Yeah, it was just... She ate the leaf again. And so she saw that uh, Vision would kill the Avengers and basically ruin all chance for her family. And so Virginia then goes to the jail. The prison. And kills Victor. Just before Vision, yeah, before just before Vision, Vision does. Kills in Victor. order that, well, and so then after that, she she calls the cop, the detective, and was like, hey, I killed... Uh, I did everything. I, I killed this guy and this student and put his I dad in a Vision's coma. Programming, quote unquote. Messed with his programming twice. Made him attack all the Avengers. It's all my fault. In order so that the tr- the Avengers could trust him still. Just a oh man, what a weird comic. Yeah. But then the but so then there's this great ending scene that's kind of reminiscent of the finale of WandaVision. Where she drinks from this something something or other that Tom King did a ten page discussion over that I completely <laughs> forgot already. I think it was 
Yeah, I don't remember it on that one. Anyway, it, it's killing her. And Vision's saying, allow it to phase through you. And she goes, no. And then she's like, you'll know from my updated files, like what I told the police. And you say, have you, have you seen my file? She, he says, yes. You know, I have observed it. And then she kind of just tells him why she did it for him and just to give her family a chance. And she asks him to lay, sit on the couch with her so she can put his, her head on his mm. shoulder. And she dies. But the the comic kind of ends with a sad vision, but him and his daughter are still having a chance and his daughter's going to school. And, and the daughter has a scene with Wanda, who's, we find out Wanda and Hank Pym made the the brainwaves for Virginia. So Virginia is based on the brainwaves of Wanda, Wanda. So that's kind of another subplot. But anyway, Wanda and Tony Stark brought Sparky back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> Woo! And so, I don't know. So it just had a really, it was a great ending. And I think it's important to bring up too that something that kind of touched me was Tom King talked about how his wife and and him, his wife was like the inspiration for this series mm. because she ta- he talks in the comic about all these people got government jobs because they wanted to change the world and then they had to get bigger jobs so they could have kids and fall in love and like so they moved out to the suburbs and that's pretty much what they did except his wife kept moving up and he decided to be a writer and he wasn't making it, you know, like many writers do for a long time and she was always encouraging him and helping him write his stories and so that meant that just that was crazy reading that page after the comic just because it was like oh my gosh this all makes so much more sense uh, i so, also just want to touch on the so the two comics we've talked about are the house of m and then this one uh, and the reason we touched on those is because they are an inspiration or wandavision took elements from those comics and uh, so in House of M, um, like she creates a whole new reality, um, like the, the Hex in WandaVision. And then in the comic, uh, Wolverine goes around letting people know that it's a false reality and forming the army. Like Vision can do to Norm and yeah. kind of Agatha. So th- that was a nod to that. Uh, in this one, I would I would say it's so the element that struck to me was in the comic like a lot of the people are kind of prejudiced and scared um, of the the Vision family because like they're flying to school and they're strong and everything, and then in the show like when Ad- Agnes took off the strains from everyone or whatever. And then they all just tried circling around Wanda. It just reminded me of that. But as far as direct connections, I would say it's mainly the family and the suburb aspect. And then Sparky. And Agatha Harkness is also a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's a third... We didn't know about this before, but there's a there's a white vision run in the 80s, I think. Was that it the was West very, Coast? West Coast Avengers, yeah. And so yeah. obviously that definitely, that was what White Vision came out of. And so that ended up inspiring a lot of the, the latter half of WandaVision. Um, yeah. I, we're out of time, I know. 
I wanted to talk about this because I thought this would be interesting. As far as it being adapted, I feel like this could, probably won't, never get your hopes up, but it could be the season two sequel series for WandaVision. It it makes for a good setup because Vision mm-hmm. at some is white Vision and then he becomes regular Vision again, just like in this comic. And he decides to create his own family. His wife, Virginia, could be played by Jennifer Connelly, making the same transition from AI character to synthetic android, from Karen to being a synthesoid. <laughs> and that Jennifer Connelly's Paul Bettany's real life, real wife, uh, real life wife. Goodness, real wife life. <laughs> uh, she also looks like Kobe Smulders, but that's neither here nor there. And stop. Or, or he could make a synthesoid based on Wanda, and Elizabeth Olsen could return playing like a synthesoid robot. And then Sparky, could, we could have a true Sparky. But that would, it has all the Avengers characters. It has Agatha Harkness. I just, I think it could be, it could work. I'm not saying they'll do this. It, it was, also, I just think, like, it would be really cool to just try to adapt this onto screen. Mm-hmm. Exactly in the way it was. But no one ever does that, so. Would it be rated I, R? Probably. It, it, they, they could probably PG-13 it the way they did with WandaVision. Okay. It it wasn't that much darker than WandaVision in the end. I can live with it. <laughs> it was like one brain, a little blood, a Grim Reaper's corpse, and then a bunch of broken tables. That was about it. <laughs> there, for whatever broken reason, tables. the family the family broke the table. Like some family member broke the table. Oh. Almost every comment just getting angry, <laughs> breaking. But super cool comic. You know, really enjoyed it. Listeners, thank you for listening. Next week on the podcast, the Gazebo Effect podcast, uh, will be David and Luke on the Star Wars rewatch. They're going to be talking about Solo and Rogue One. And then next time on Marvel Monthly, we're going to be going through, Tim will be taking us through Falcon and Winter Soldier 1 through 3. We'll do a little Black Widow speculation. Remember that? That's a movie. It's actually going to come out. Maybe. (laughs) And um, maybe a special topic. But I don't know what yet. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is released in two weeks march 19th yep so watch that on disney plus oh and are we actually going to record the the thing that we're talking about i'll go ahead and say it right now and we can figure it out after we stop recording yeah uh we're gonna do a a timeline episode oh special one next week going through the avengers uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline up to this point, so that should yeah. be that should be fun too. What a anyway, chore. thank you guys, thank you guys for listening.